Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the podcast, Jennifer Aiden. Danny and I are really excited to get your take on all things New Jersey Housewives Season 13, especially after such an explosive premiere. How are you feeling now that all this drama is beginning to unfold for the Bravo fandom? Well, definitely there's a sign of relief, right? We've been waiting all year for this, even us as housewives when we film it. It's it's sometimes it feels so long ago. And then it's like you relive it all again with the audience. So I'm excited that it's finally here and um, intrigued to find out what more I said. Because there was a few things last night that I said that I didn't remember saying. Really? Looking back, what were you like, I did that? Because you had an explosive premiere for the season yeah and like at first like I had to watch it back maybe quite honestly two or three times just to make out what I was saying because there was a lot of background music and I'm like mm. wait what am I saying what did I say can we get transcription over here um but then of course like, like my ultimate regret was um saying that really bad bad rude comments to Dolores at the end like I felt awful about that because because by the time that I watched it we had come so far and we'd become friends and I had forgotten. I didn't forget why I was mad, but I forgot exactly the verbiage that I used. So that wasn't such a great moment, but I, uh, I, I apologized to her immediately with that. Right. That's right. I mean, and that's like the, the experience of the real housewives is so layered because it's like you film it, then you wait for it to come out. Then you do the press interviews. Then you see the confessionals. People are saying things here. People are seeing, saying things there. You're remembering what things that you don't even remember saying. Um, was there anything from the premiere with, you know, things that your castmates said that you were kind of like, wait, that's that's how you felt? Like, were you shocked by anything that you saw on the premiere? No, not really. Not they're so predictable. That I, I was going to say, if you weren't shocked, did any? They're so predictable. No. Did anybody say anything that you're like, really? No, I just, I think really just ultimately the, the whole dynamic with Dolores and I was really unfortunate. And I think that I didn't think it was going to escalate to that. You know, sometimes people just want to know that their feelings are valid. Oh. I don't want somebody to come back at me and telling me how they never did. Because ultimately, if I feel a certain way, whether you did or not, and you respect me as a friend, that should matter. So I think that's what my issue was. Do we when get to you, see the re like uh cuz you said you and Dolores are in a better place now were you able to get to that place while filming or did you have to let some dust oh, settle no. no it was during filming okay. it was during filming and you know ultimately it's interesting because so there was one thing when we were at the roller skating party I know Dolores kept putting out the narrative that she kept trying to talk to me and I was walking away um she wasn't trying to talk to me about anything that I needed to talk about in fact when I did come over when I did come back with Danielle, which obviously Danielle had pulled me away the second time. So I didn't even realize that I was walking away from her. I even said, and I remembered when I watched it back, is that it? Is that all you have to say to me? 
So once I realized that her wanting to talk to me had nothing to do with what she really needed to talk to me about, I was like, all right, then I'm good. Then I, I don't need to talk to you. And then I felt that me going to Margaret's calendar shoot or Dolores's ultimately is just showing that I'm showing up like I'm taking the first I'm taking as many steps as I can to show up like, yes, I'm talking about you to everybody here because I care. Hello. I need you to, I need you to see me. Do you see me? Do you care about me? Do you hear me? Which has been my issues with her that have been built up since day one. Have you and Dolores connected about the premiere? Are are you doing anything to make sure that rewatching this and reliving this doesn't impact the current friendship you have? I mean, she wasn't happy about watching the premiere. Uh, she called me up, you know, ultimately screaming at me. And I was like, you know, calm down, calm down. And if I didn't care about our friendship, I would have been like, F- you, you said F- to me, but I didn't, I wouldn't not to her. And when she called me and I saw, I'm like, I'm just, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't know what more I could say. And I'm like, we've come so far. I would hate for you to just like take something that I said in the heat of the moment and just ride with it, you know? And she was like, what else did you say about me? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm so sorry. But like, as soon as I see it, as soon as I see it, and if I am sorry for him, that's like one thing about me. I have no problem saying I'm sorry. I have no problem taking accountability on things that I believe I've taken accountability on. Mm-hmm. You know, when when people say I don't own up to, to things, those are things that I don't agree with. Those are their uh, perspective on things. And I have a difference of opinion. So I'm not going to own up to something that I don't think I need to own up to. Mm-hmm. You know, just do to you... give you context on okay. other That's what I mean, you know. Do you... Yeah, yeah, why would you? Do you feel there's going to be other angry phone calls from other castmates this season coming your way? Or is like, are you bracing for anything from anybody? Um, You know, I'm, there is really a big divide right now with the cast, which is a little unfortunate. Um, we're not really on speaking. I'm not really on speaking terms to like that other side or team or whatever people call them. Um, you know, I have real friendships on the show. I speak with Teresa. I don't think I ever say anything bad about Teresa. And when I do, and she calls me and she confronts me, we talk about it and we work it out like friends. That's what friends do. And Dolores and I, I think are friends enough where we can call each other now and vent to each other, be mad and then move on. I really don't have that relationship with the other girls, at least not of yet. So I don't think they'd be calling me nor would I be calling them. And I'm sure they're saying a lot ton of stuff about me as well. So it seems like the only one who has the true power to bridge the gap is Dolores. Do you think that these two teams, these two sides could unite in the future? Is there hope, Jennifer Aiden? There is always hope. I never like to say never. And also I feel that at the end of the day, it's all about taking accountability for what that person feels that you did. You can say like, okay, I didn't realize I was doing that to you. I don't, I didn't realize you were receiving it that way, or that was not my intention. You like, you guys are so misconstrued. I mean, I was watching it last night and and it's, it was like, Margaret was saying things that like, I was gung ho on destroying Jackie's life by digging on Evan. No, they all know about Evan. They all are are the alleged. They don't believe it. So I'm not saying that it's true. But this rumor that had been out there, they all knew so much more information than me. They actually have a name to put to the face 
I don't know any of that. I was trying to figure out all the tea that they knew that they actually did not have the guts to say on camera. I mean, I got blamed uh, for something when Frank admitted, Frank admitted that he did tell my husband that he knew the girl. Frank got a pass. I got penalized. That's how it works in this group. Um, they all found out like, yes, biscuit, stop it. Right. Someone barking. It's hey, my hey, real bitch. Start barking. that one. Wolf, wolf. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, so like, like it was never about Jackie. It was always just about Teresa. You know, I was doing something for my friend. Even when I asked like the invitation lady if she knew anybody at the gym, that was Jackie was the furthest thought from my mind. This was more about helping my friend out because she was very upset about the comment that Jackie made about Gia. So she was so angry about Gia that she was like, there's gotta be a way that we know if this is true or not. Don't we know anybody from Tenafly? I never had Jackie. I'm sorry, Jackie. I was not thinking about you. My friend was venting. Um, Gia was like this close to being investigated by her sorority. I mean, like you can't throw out allegations that somebody's doing coke in the bathroom and take that lightly. So it was nothing, had nothing to do with Jackie, you know? And then the whole Serena thing, I did that for Teresa, but again, Teresa got a pass. I got penalized and that's okay. I, I, I'm not saying that I want them not to give Teresa a pass. I'm just asking them to extend the same courtesy to me. I get a pass. Yeah. We all do the same shit. Okay. I mean, Margaret is no stranger to digging. Okay. She wants to claim that I was digging with this ex-best friend when I did not approach this ex-best friend. This ex-best friend was trying to get in touch with us for three months. Okay. And initially got in touch with Teresa through their hairstylist. And then Teresa brought it to me. And again, Teresa gets a pass. I get penalized. So, in fact, I didn't even trust this woman at first. I was like, this woman doesn't even like me. Is this a trap? Like, this is Margaret we're talking about. She's very calculating. I mean, she's very calculating, which, you know, makes, I guess, maybe makes good TV. I don't know. So I did not go digging. This came to us. And we didn't even want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Like, I mean, I heard Margaret say that she tried to shoot us down at reunion. We did know about it when we were filming the reunion. But we didn't want to go anywhere near it. And Teresa actually handled it the proper way by having Louie, or she didn't have Louie, Louie on his own accord, talk to Joe in private, off camera. Mm -hmm. Nobody was ever supposed to know about this. So yeah, we started the season, season while everybody knew about this, but nobody wanted to say it out loud. I was very reluctant to say it out loud, only because it had been done to me. But then having said that, did any of these girls feel any sorrow or empathy for me when I was going through what I was going through? No. In fact, they all said that I kind of got what I deserve. So I was thinking, you know, if any of them knew this information on me, would they be so high on their integrity and keep that? I don't think so. So you feel it's almost like karmic, like what goes around comes around energy almost, or? It's paybacks a bitch, honey. That's what that is. So meeting up with Laura Lee was... Oh, Laura Jensen, I think. And she said like I was on the revenge tour. I mean, I guess she would know, right? She was on the revenge tour with me when I made, a, when it made her look like an asshole at reunion. And then she wanted her to expose my husband's infidelity, saying that it was because I was a hypocrite. Not because I was a hypocrite. I made you look like an asshole. You wanted to get me back. So she was on the re revenge tour. She did get me back. She hit me in the gut. She did. You guys all saw me process that. 
which was really difficult. And I get it. I get it. We're on a show to show our lives. I was not going to hide from it. I even told myself if it ever came out, I would not hide from it because these are struggles that all marriages go through in one way or another. Like it, it, it is a marriage for the rest of your life and you have to work at it. Right. Totally. Um, so it's like wild. With how are, how are you? Cause you and Bill, of course, had a really intense last season. How are you guys now? Was it continuing to work on it while filming this year? Or are you guys in a better, in like a more, cause I mean, you even said you worked through that when it happened years ago. How are you guys doing now? The the way that I worked through it back then was to pretend it never happened and kind of have one of those things where like, you know what, this one's to the grave, to the grave. It's not necessary for anybody to know. It's not going to do anybody any justice, but just have judgments against my husband. So that, that, that was that. So it was almost like we were working through it while the cameras were rolling. I put my husband on a reality show and I'm literally validating this big secret that we have that's ultimately his shame you know that's why i don't get like margaret and all of them they all talk about how much they love bill everybody loves bill it's like the nicest guy and like you know you but you had no other way to get to me the only way to get to me was to hurt him and call him collateral damage he was never the collateral damage okay it wasn't him i was protecting my kids are the collateral damage my kids were the ones I was protecting. So now, P.S., I put my husband on a reality show, air his secret, and then yell at him for not defending me. I mean, he's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. But at the end of the day, he shows up for me. He shows up for me, and he showed up for me this season. And he, I forced him to work through some of our issues on camera, which is a very, very big ask for someone who's not comfortable with it. Totally. Yeah, I mean, so- you were mentioning how your kids were affected by Margaret bringing up Bill's infidelity. Was there any concern for the Gorgas kids when you repeated those rumors? Well, this is the thing. I don't know this to be true. And the point of revealing this rumor is not to hurt Melissa. It's to show Margaret, everybody, what her true colors are. She is the one that is the source of this rumor. So when when Teresa came on the show and talked about like, oh, Evan's cheating on... It was unfounded. There was no source. She got crucified for it. Well, who told you? I forgot. There is a source here. There's a source. So I say, bring Laura on. Bring Laura on. Have them duke it out. Like, don't shoot the messenger here. Like, I'm not the one. I'm repeating something. She is telling me the things that Margaret has told her. Why is Margaret telling her these things? Why is Margaret the source of the Jackie and Evan rumor, which Teresa told me she was. She heard it from Joe Gorga and Joe Gorga heard it from Melissa and Melissa heard it from Margaret. The infidelity is from Margaret. The the common denominator here is always Margaret. It's not me. You know, Margaret is the one who exposed my infidelity and she knew it was fact and she knew that I knew about it. P.S. It was 10 years ago. So me saying this about Melissa, I'm not saying that it's true. I don't know it to be true. I don't believe it to be true. What I'm trying to say is we need to just tread lightly when it comes to Margaret, okay? Because this is how she gossips within her circle of friends. And if this woman was adamant about getting that tea to me and I didn't say it, it was just a matter of time before she would tell somebody else. Laura, you mean? Yeah, Laura. Mm -hmm. I mean, at that that point in time, it was like, we got one of Margaret's ex-best friends going rogue. If I don't do it, someone else will. 
and and we were filming and it was happening at the time of filming. And I don't want to hide things when we're filming. I want to be authentic to what's going on in real life. And this was going on in real life. Jennifer, I'm curious. You're mentioning that you believe Margaret is the source of all these rumors. Mm-hmm. Melissa and Margaret are very close in, in real life on the show. What do you think of their friendship? Is there something Melissa is missing in your opinion? No, I think at this point, it's just a matter of strategy. You know, I mean, she pisses off Margaret. Look what Margaret did to me, you know, and Margaret knew that to be a fact. And look what she did to me. So she's thinking, I'm I'm sure she's thinking I cannot go against Margaret. And I think that's really most of the reason why she didn't go against Margaret when Margaret was profusely going after Louis constantly last season. Um, all Teresa wanted was for her family to tell this woman, stop going after my, you know, future husband, possibly stop going after my man. I'm finally happy. And I think they were, and you know, Teresa was very concerned as to why is Melissa not telling her friend to stop? Teresa told me to stop. I stopped. Teresa told me, make it better. I did. And I was happy. I did because if that's the catalyst, that'll make me and Melissa friends, I'm all for it. I'm all about making amends and being friends with everybody. They're the ones who are always burning the bridge with me and then and then expect me to apologize for it. It's so, interesting well, too. Danielle was, we because we chatted with Danielle uh, C, the newbie, and she was saying her and Louie were almost like talking, being like, why didn't Teresa just let him explain the video? Do you feel her defensiveness of Louie kind of caused a lot of the chaos instead of if he was just like, you know what, guys, X, Y, Z, Let's carry on. Um, Possibly. But you also try to have to keep in mind the journey that Teresa has been on while on this show. She's had her most closest people in her life betray her, ambush her, tell all her secrets. She's lost all of her best friends. You know, luckily she's made new ones, but she's got a lot of trauma that has come from being on this show with family. So do you blame her? Like, you know, she's got this love bubble now and she wants to protect him and it's everything she never knew she wanted. And now people are trying to sabotage his name, make him look bad. So I can't blame her for being protective or defensive when it comes to that. You mentioned on the premiere that you and Melissa were in a pretty okay place. You're like, me and Melissa are doing better than me and Dolores. Before these rumors came about, were you hopeful that you and Melissa could get to a better place? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, I mean, Melissa could be, she's definitely a fun drunk. She's mentioned that many times. And, um, you know, ultimately when we do hang out and everything's good, we have a good time. I I have a good time with everybody on the show. I even have a good time when me and Margaret are getting along. You know, Mm -hmm. I want us to get along. I rather us insult each other's parties and our looks than go digging for dirt and affect people's livelihood. You know, that whole thing about me asking about Evan, that was never supposed to be on camera. That was done months before. And I had asked Frank because he told Bill all this stuff at dinner. And I was like, Frank, give me the tea. That's all that was. And I feel like anybody as fans of the show and anyone who's interested in storyline would just want to know, like inquiring minds want to know. That's all that was. And they took something that was done in February. When we start filming in June, bring it to the cameras, run with it ambush me with my infidelity story and then tell me how I deserved it because I asked a question. We all ask questions. We're intriguing. It is, it's, it's smart 
to ask questions. Anytime you go somewhere and they ask a lot of questions, you're like, oh, you got an inquiring mind. You must be really smart. Okay, so it's not a bad thing, but they have a they have a tendency to twist everything around, manipulate it, and put it in their narrative. When it's a simple thing, like I owned it. Yes, I asked Frank. Big deal. Yes, I asked the girl in Tenafly. She was the only person that I knew in Tenafly. P.S. I never thought that this would make it to the cameras because I didn't want this to be a thing. I just wanted to know everything that they already knew. I do how Frank Catania finds himself kind of being a little messy more often than not. So messy. He's, He's so really, messy. And I think he loves it. I think he loves yeah. to sip his apple tea. Yeah. It's all right. I and like look, Frank. He gets a pass, but oh, he's definitely he, messy. He gets a pass from everybody, I feel like, even yeah. me. <laughs> um, how is he this season? Because it seems like he's kind of involved in some extra drama, understanding his new relationship with Dolores, with Polly. How was watching that? Because obviously it's a very complicated-ish situation going on there. I mean, listen, I really didn't have too much knowledge on what was going on in their dynamic. I know in the beginning there were times where like Polly was there and Frank wasn't, and then Frank was there and... Paul wasn't really like it took a minute for them to be for me to witness them together. Okay. But from what I know now, I feel like they have a very good blended family. Seems that they're seems like they're working out, but I really can't say anything to them. I will say that Paulie is amazing. And we all know that Frank was already amazing. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like she's just got two amazing guys in her life. So. More power. I know, lucky, lucky Dolores. She really hasn't made for herself with with the Seriously. two of them. Seriously. What? How did Polly fit into the group of guys? From what you could observe, I mean, Polly's definitely a man's man. So, I mean, he doesn't really care too much to film unless he's there to support Dolores, which I find like so attractive. And you know, he's very charming and he's obviously a good looking guy, he's successful and he's confident. And you know, at the end of the day, a woman wants like a real man by her side, you know. So I think that they make a great couple. Do you know what Danny and I found so attractive, Jennifer? Was um Bill in his sexy doctor outfit for the calendar show. He was looking good. He was looking really good. Duh, he was looking really good, all greased up. And then it was yeah, funny when I heard myself say, I'm like, I'm going to buy a hundred copies and sell them to every, or give them to everybody in our church. Oh, that's oh what my I said. God. I, said that. I was like, I want to buy a hundred copies and give it to everybody in our church. I'm going to go to your church because I want a copy of that. Seriously. It's a great <laughs> calendar. I thought it was a great idea. Where could you even buy it? I don't even know if there's a link. I hope there's a link because there's the gotta be a link. so hot. And I, I hope. That the calendar includes some of those cute shots with you and Bill. You you were so cute. I love that they showed those. I did too. I mean, they don't include that, but this is the thing. Bill is such a team player. I mean, he supports me in all my crazy antics. To think that I can be with somebody who is okay with me being 100% who I am at all times. And I, I could be a lot. I could be a lot. <laughs> it's like I'm so grateful like so for anyone to sit here and say that I'm miserable in my marriage um I'm laughing at them all the way yeah and well, how are you feeling because obviously you've had a lot of drama with some of your castmates that you've been filming with for years but there's a few new faces this season obviously you and Danielle seem very close how is Rachel and Jen Fessler like did you kind of start to vibe with them or well, listen, like I said, I try to be friends with everybody in the beginning until they do something to me to just burn their bridge. But mm. I'm like, you know, I'm very welcoming, especially because I know how intimidated it could be getting into this group as a newbie. Um, so I befriended every single one of them. 
Um, you know, one here and there may not have extended the invitation back at me and you guys will see that unfold. Um, but I will say that I liked what every single one brought to the table as far as, um, you know, mixing things up a bit on the show. So it's good. And I love Danielle and Jen Fessler is a hoot. Jen Fessler is very funny. Alcohol with a side of alcohol. Oh my gosh. She's very funny. Yeah. She kind of gives me like you energy in a way, like just kind of, yeah, but she's almost like in the next level. Like even some of the things she says is, um, which, I mean, I say things that are cringe all the time, but she thinks says that are cringe funny. And I feel like we need that type of cringe funny on a housewife show. I think Margaret uh, teased to us that she's kind of going to be like, like Jen gives like Kathy Hilton energy a little bit from Beverly Hills. Just like she walks into a room and makes everyone go like, what is happening in the best way? She does. She does. I mean, I don't know if it's, I mean, I feel like Jen Fessler definitely knows how to read the room a little bit more than Kathy. Um, And I love you, Kathy. You know, that's uh, just, just a fact that I observe Um, because Jen Fessler is very, you know, she's very smart, articulate. She, she knows what she's saying when she says it. She, she, she knows every, she knows what hunky dory is, honey. (laughs) In the trailer for season 13, obviously we see you and Rachel Fu to get into it. What do you think is kind of like at the crux? Oh, she's a glamorous Tim Burton character. She is. I loved Coraline. Oh, Coraline is a great film. We love a nightmare before Christmas moment. What is it about you and the glamorous Tim Burton character that just didn't match what you say? Um, You know, I like people who are authentic, that are real when you are with them and the same when they're behind your back. And when I don't see that, it's just disappointing. But you guys will see what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, Danielle told us that as the season plays out, she feels that Teresa will be vindicated in this drama with the Gorgas. What is your take on that? Do you also think Teresa will be vindicated? 100%. 100%. And it's funny. It's almost like it's it's very deja vu-like of, of some scenarios that we've seen in the past on this show. And it's funny how it's going to be deja vu, but the consensus across the board is going to be completely different. Really? Yeah. What are you guys know? Like they didn't end up going to the wedding, you know? And I think like just a lot of, from the outside looking in, it's very easy to say, oh, you know, your family, you got to be there. You got to be there. But like, you know, sometimes when you're in it, it's just easier said than done. What do you think is the best case scenario for them? Do you think they should try to come to a reconciliation or just kind of exist how they are now almost like separately? I mean, listen, they got it. They know what's best for them. Mm -hmm. I think that time does heal all wounds, but maybe sometimes like just to take a break and a breather from each other is smart. So you can just kind of step back and reassess. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, families are so complicated, right? Everybody's got a story. So who am I to judge? I will say that I do not, I do not um, instigate Teresa to not make up with her brother. I've always tried to tell Teresa, like, look, I get it. Stay out of it. In fact, I've had fans DM me sometimes that say, oh, Teresa doesn't offend you. And this, that. Teresa is in a tough spot right now. Is she going to defend me against her brother and her brother's wife? Me as a friend would never want to put her in that situation. So I constantly tell her, like, don't get involved. Like, or, you know, you guys, like, it's my issues with Joe and Melissa now really have nothing to do with Teresa. It is completely separate. 
Um, I am not fighting with them for Teresa, although I love Teresa. It has nothing to do with them. And I do not instigate them staying apart. If anything, I try to tell them like, oh, you know, one day you'll bring it. You'll be back together. You know, sometimes she'll tell me like, stop saying that. Cause she's in a, she's in a very sad place right now. Mm -hmm. So I just give her time and I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to comment anything on it. Cause it's none of my business and it's very complicated. Do you think that the Gorgas should have gone to the wedding? I mean, Melissa has said that what happened during the finale was so toxic that she just couldn't bring herself to celebrating Teresa and Louis. Do you think she should have set that aside and, and gone anyway? I don't know what the right answer is to that. I mean, ultimately, we all grow up believing the fairy tales, right? I had this vision that Joe is going to show up and like rip open the doors of the church and say, you know what? you're not walking down this aisle without me bringing you there. And I kept thinking like, will he show up? Will he show up? And then I'm thinking, you know what? Life is not a fairy tale, unfortunately. And sometimes it doesn't always work out the way that you hope that it would. So I, I, I really don't know what it was really hard. The finale was really rough, but you know, love means never having to say you're sorry. Have you ever heard that? Mm -hmm. It's from the famous movie love story. And I've had people ask me, like, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean when you have unconditional love for somebody and they come back in your life? You don't need an apology. It's almost understood. Like, you know what? I got you. You got me. We have love for each other. It's understood. Let's just move on. Let's move on. Because ultimately, it's either have each other in our lives or not. And I'd rather have you in my life and deal with the stupid and keep it moving than not. Right. So I feel love means never having to say you're sorry, but maybe there's, you know, the love there is broken right now and it's hard to, it's hard to see it or find it. So I don't know what the right answer is. I do know that it was an epic wedding, that the energy was amazing, that everybody there was rooting for them and cheering them on. Well, at least, at least, at least at the reception. Yeah. The reception. <laughs> And, and it was kind but of like everybody who stayed at the reception and danced the night away was there to support Teresa and Louie in their happy love bubble. Chanel Ayan was celebrating them all night long. The and best. Her invite, which I would I, love I facilitated her invite. Yes, I did. And then she was like, I don't have anything to wear. And and she just wore something that she had generic because, you know, it wasn't in her mind. I thought she looked fantastic. She's a supermodel. Yeah. She's a supermodel. But she was saying how some of the Twitter people were just um, kind of criticizing her look. And I'm like, do you even care? They're following you, girl. They're, they're seeing what you're doing. You don't even know who they are. You know, one, two, three, four, mom, whatever the hell you are. Like, I don't even know who you are. So live your best life. You, you came to support your girl. And that's the most important thing. Not how you looked. I love, I feel like that's because she was, that was her after her first season of Dubai. So I feel like she was still getting used to all like the Social and everything like that. Are you giving Danielle any tips to prepare? Because it's kind of like Danielle, get ready. Yeah, I mean Danielle's really good at being herself. That's just which is what I love about her. You know what she is off camera is what she is on, and I feel like that's what makes a great housewife. So I just told her be herself, which she's very good at being at, and she didn't even need any advice. She was she was made for this. Yeah, I truly feel like she is reality TV gold. I yeah. I, weird after the finale to imagine a world where she wasn't on the housewives i also feel like she kind of like low-key manifested this for herself which i i love i love oh, that. i manifested this i manifested too. i did too i've i've i always i used to like be home literally barefoot and pregnant with jacob 
and I had like three little kids and I would be like, people get paid for that. I could do that. I could do that in my sleep. I do that anyway. I do that every day. You know, So it was just a matter of time. It's all about timing. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first joined the show, ultimately it was six months after I moved into this house and I didn't come from anything like this. And it took me three years to build. So you can understand my in- excitement in hindsight when you watch my first season, why I talked about my house so much. It was brand new. I mean, you hardly ever hear me mention anything about my 16 bathrooms anymore. I want to use one one day. <laughs> I, I'm same. telling you, I, I have a beautiful floor mirror in one just for people to take selfies. Oh my God. It was so considerate of you. Oh my God. I got to have you guys over. That's even oh more considerate. Yes, we got to come over and-, yeah. and- do this in like IRL. I would do that. Amy, I would do that. I would let them hear. I I let everybody into my house. Remember? I'm the house that nobody ever wants to leave. I can see why from just even the Zoom. Yeah. No, it literally looks like a resort. Like (laughs) you would never have to leave. White Lotus season three at Jennifer Aiden's house. We could totally make this into a bed and breakfast. Bill always says, we'll never get our money back for this house. I'm like, we will. Because I'm going to turn into a bed and breakfast. Because each single bathroom is en suite, has their own bathroom and shower. And then the foyer could be like our greeting area. And then we have a basketball court. Oh my God, everybody's going to deem me as bragging. And then we have the rec room and we even have a stripper pole. So yeah. Wait, you could do a season of ultimate girls trip here. Oh my God. Yes. Bluestone Manor ain't got nothing on the Aiden estate. Wait, but before we let you go, Jennifer Aiden, Danny and I just, we have to know who would be in your dream girls trip cast. Oh, who would be my, um, I don't know. I like them all. I like them all. Um, I think, I think I like Lisa Rinna. I mean, I know everyone's hating on her right now, but she's, she's great TV. Great TV. Kenya's good. She's so shady. You need somebody who's shady. You know who I like? Whitney. Oh. Whitney and Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow and Whitney. Like they're, I think, great housewives. Like I think they have great interview bites and they're not afraid to say what they think or feel, which I think is very important. I mean, kind of like you, Jennifer Aiden. Yeah, yeah. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, you you are, you shine bright. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and Danny. We really enjoyed this. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.